Welcome back, Emergency Power Podcast. You made it through another week. Sit down and charge up with Uzi. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Uzi is here. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Disregard this unauthorized transmission. <laughs> it just blinks out. End of podcast. Uh, how, how many walls did you just break with that? I, here it is. At least as many some. as possible. Mm. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just imagine this teeny tiny little goblin Kool-Aid manning through a uh -huh. wall and it's just a little hole and like barely anyone notices. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> so anyway. <laughs> well, that's weird. Hmm. So how's your day? I don't see that every day. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to see that every day. Okay, so in the last episode, there was a little bit of a discussion when you guys had gone out to the outer atmosphere. You had found that there was basically this incredibly strong gravity force that was keeping you in. But you got up there and you detected a drift beacon, which you also happened to find out was the Diamond Eye of Triumph. Oh, yeah! And I forgot about that. because a guess to that effect was made earlier in the podcast, I said I would find out who it was, and so today I will be rewarding Richard with a popsicle, Bravo. baby. Bravo. <laughs> He's doing the a dance. On my I want to get like real popsicles to have when we use these now. Dude. Oh yeah, dude. Yes. If we get if we get big enough, Jeff and I have actually talked about emergency this. power themed pod popsicles. <laughs> emergency power popsicles. <laughs> Could you get like shapes, and I'll make like a brain one. Yeah, yes. Ooh, that's really good. I like they're, that. they're gonna be like uh -huh. the uh, the the ice cream man truck that comes around <laughs> yes. the neighborhoods is gonna have a brain. Yeah, it'll be like space. a really the eyeballs are just like way exactly. off. The brain's got like wavy lines on it, but they've all melted down onto the little body. But can we make it canon so that actually happens in game, and then we can pull it up on screen? Every time you get one, <laughs> Popsicle Man comes around. I just That's love the amazing. idea that the rappers each have like a different static bonus printed on the inside, almost like a fortune cookie, but better. Yeah, yeah. it's so, it's on the uh, it's on the on the popsicle stick. Yeah, yeah, it's like a laughing oh, taffy there style. It is. Yeah, yeah, you have to get through the joke to get the bonuses. <laughs> okay, so yeah, every time you hear like Mary had a little lamb and all those songs that have run out of copyright, then you know the ice cream man are coming. Uh -huh. <laughs> <It's happening>. uh. <laughs> okay. I think it's time to get back into it, boys. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. The ship hovers over a tower spiraling out of the desert landscape. Uzi averts his eyes away from 5e as the crew of the second hand weigh their options. There are few safe havens on this devastated planet. Who's to say that the home of the Wasties clan will be any different? Let's find out if anyone ends up in the pot in the Tomes of Emergency Power, Volume 2, Chapter 3. It's bad. I'm just seeing, like, Pons hogtied on a stick getting lowered into a pot right now. <laughs> I think this is That's a popsicle that's about to melt. <laughs> Contemplative brains are a delicacy in some nations. No! Monkey brains. Goblins will absolutely eat it. No oh, chance that it wouldn't like happen. Like cotton candy. 
<laughs> Handfuls of oh, it. Oh, squishy Wait, cotton that's... candy. I've seen oh. this Lucasfilm production several times. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uzi's directions take the second hand to the east of Io, deeper into the sands. He explains that the goblins that chased the crew into the cavernous city were just from a smaller outpost that where he was born is much more concealed from the rest of the world. He points to the windowed room of this lone tower, angling down the ship to get a better view. The visor tints over as it gets hit by a blinding blue glare. Due to the shape of this tower, it's quite obviously an old air traffic control tower. It appears it's now being used as the outpost for the Space Goblin clan. It's only way to get in and out of Wasty's home. Rest covered in sand. Make it blend like normal dune. Okay, so we, we see there's a tower that used to be used for landing spaceships. Seems like something along those lines. Basically like what you'd see at an airport. The Old tower airport, with yeah. all the windows around the yeah. top layer. They got it pretty nice then. That's a, that's a good find for them. What's our approach? So we, we, we've got our ship decorated with all these bones. bones. So so I feel like we're going for like a shock and awe type of situation here. <laughs> um, mm. I'll, I'll ask Uzi, what can we expect from uh, our arrival? Well, unless we goes in hard, we probably need land a little further away. Guards blow Warhorn if they see ship and land nearby. Think we invading. Do they have uh, any communications that we could contact them on? Mm. Mainly is yelling. You yell <laughs> at them, they yell at you. Goblin tradition. <laughs> I'm pleased uh, to report that my sound amplification device is operating at optimal functionality. I should uh -huh. be able to, as you say, yell at the goblins. Goblins probably respect loud yell. Acknowledged. Let's, let's get in as close as we can without raising an alarm, and then we'll fire off our bone harpoon <laughs> for intimidation factor. Oh, can't wait. <laughs> Are we going to, like, fire that at them? Or in their direction, yes, oh. to to anchor the <laughs> ship and also to intimidate. Okay. <laughs> all right. Uh, this is not quite the way I was thinking, but all right. I'm yeah. Down. So it sounds like you guys are going in. Like you're not attacking, but you're doing like a show of power mm -hmm. kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Let's hope that's how it's interpreted from little green guys. Uh huh. All right sure. then. Why don't you guys, as a group? Uh, I'm going to have 5e lead because he's doing the piloting. Go ahead and give me an intimidation check. My intimidation is a whopping 13. 13. Anyone assist? Jeff's is face says definitely. 16. I, got, I, I do assist. <laughs> Just not well, right? <laughs> I got a 13 as well. 13. Okay, so we got two assists on that. That was actually respectable. You guys fly close enough that you know that they're looking at you. Uzi's kind of saying, mm, no, not closer unless you want Warhorn. And then he just goes, drop this grappling hook down, smash into the sand. 
flies everywhere. Okay, now we we slide down. What what plan now? <laughs> well, I I think uh, probably you should take the point, and uh, we'll back you up. <laughs> now is the okay? Right, is that, is that, well, that was the plan, right? Like Uzi, we're we're here to show that Uzi is is going to reclaim their title as Mega Chief. So, yeah, a powerful so, warlord in yeah. his own right. Uh, we've got <laughs> we've got non-goblin like subservience essentially. Uh, one of which is an SRO which they might recognize as uh, from Silan, which mm-hmm. could be even Possibly. more impressive to them. <laughs> I'm a minion. Or am I making freak out? <laughs> okay. All right, let's, let's go. Uzi pulls out a bone and he runs over to like the grappling hook and he's going to slide down that thing for extra badassness. Ooh. How high up are can we uh I want I want to like jump out and superhero landing on this, but I don't want to break my knees. <laughs> I mean, that that kind of is up to you. You can determine, okay, do we want to be up high so that when we shoot the thing down, it's got a bigger effect? Or we want to just be like near the ground? It's like, like, so what? what's the plan? <laughs> I'm assuming it's kind of high up there, we right? We can shoot it far out and not <laughs> high down, <laughs> sure. you know? It can be a I long see. shot rather than a high shot. Okay, so I'll, I'll take a little damage to do this. Fair enough. Uzi's gonna still go with his plan. So pulls out the bone, puts it over the yeah. cable, this thing. And that is a total of a 20 for Uzi. Ooh, so nice. he, even with his crutches, holding on to those things, he's making it all look good. Okay. Who else has given me a superhero landing? Who's in? Who's in? I, I'll, I mean, I'll do the I can fly landing, so I'm just going to cross my yeah. arms and flip down. Wee, 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 wee. Yeah, just All a right. floating brain coming in, and then I'd, I'd like to be the SRO, like coming behind and also doing the grapple hook slide, but nice. looking just much more put together and mechanical and, you know, warlike, like basically coming down off the grappling hook, planting into the, the sand or dirt, and then immediately snapping a rifle up to attention. Yes. Okay. Uh, I don't need anything from Cooper, but I'm going to need some rolls from Richard and Jeff. Uh, acrobatics for you, Richard, and yeah, I take acrobatics for you as well, Jeff. You know, just give me the damage. That was a bad roll. Okay, you got it. Okay. 5e popped a 27 acrobatics, so Ooh. he looks like a boss coming in. Yeah, I don't. I don't even want to embarrass myself with how much I got. <laughs> okay. I'll so, take the damage in order. Like, I just, I take the damage. I try to brush it off, but I'm hurting inside. <laughs> All right. So, Uzi, Pawns, 5e, going along this cable. And then as Scriff gets to the edge, like trips, falls, just lands face first uh. in the sand. But does like a little roll at the end and like tries to save it. Yeah, it's like down a hill on accident, right? Yeah. yeah uh-huh. <laughs> and then does a few rolls, stands up at the end. Yes, done. Love it. It's all right, guys. Great. I'm okay. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, Jeff. Uh. Uh. 
Uzi pulls out his dog slicer, puts it on his shoulder, and is gonna start sauntering as best he can with his crutches towards this tower. Oh, is he still on crutches? Yeah, he's still yeah. using them. Oh, man. Yeah, we it doesn't look quite as intimidating, care. but, uh, you know. So you guys all kind of follow in behind Uzi here. Did I take any damage? Oh, yeah, sorry. Um, you took two fall damage. Fortunately, oh, the good. sand cushioned you pretty well. So, nice. like I said, it was kind of a tuck and roll situation as you hit the ground. Cool. All right, so you catch up to everybody else falling behind Uzi. You guys start moving towards the tower. Everyone go ahead, give me perception rolls as we get up on this tower. Wow, 27 on perception too. Dang, you guys have been killing these rolls, man. Last episode, this episode, we're not gonna talk about it, don't worry, Scrap. And then- I hate coming in hot on these skill checks though, cause I just know I it means we're gonna get boned when we get into combat. <laughs> Yeah, I've been just, in one for just a while. take the wins where we can get them because uh, <laughs> I only got an 11. 11? 16. Pawns? 16? Okay. Resolve. Okay, so the tower's design is not fashioned for style in any way. Even if the sand hadn't been wearing against it for years, it probably still would have remained how it was. A squared tower made of concrete and metal. No windows except for the top where a crow's nest perch has been reinforced by scrap metal and branches and just all sorts of junk. The building itself looks like it could stand for another hundred years. Uzi leans in a little bit. Their letters roll down from room and tower. So we kind of need convince them to let it down or else we're going to have to climb. I have my my boombox or we could uh you can could... fly well yeah but for you guys i mean i don't want to go up there alone i don't know what else is up there <laughs> but, uh 5e you might be able to you know yell out wait so there's enough. there's there's no door at the bottom at the ground nope. level no <laughs> i am more than willing to to yeah. attempt an auditory amplification communication if you so desire probably good plan all right there's Several goblins up there at all times. How, how so climbable does it look? Sorry, Richard. No, you're, you're good. Go ahead. Curious, though. Not terribly. It's flat concrete in a square shape. So okay. <laughs> be a little rough. All right, got it. So 5e is going to tilt his head unit up and angle the auditories toward where he believes sentries would be placed here and mm -hmm. just jack the volume all the way up and go... <laughs> <laughs> Warlord Uzi Pustwound demands that the ladders be lowered, that we may parlay with the Wasty Clan. <laughs> nice. <laughs> okay, give me diplomacy for yes. that. That's uh, good. That's not gonna be as Warlord good. Warlord Uzi. <laughs> Warlord Uzi. That could a be freaking ten. Oh, the freaking ten. Yeah. Okay, so you shout that up. There's a short pause. And then you just hear laughter from the inside. <laughs> oh, no. Then they, you see a couple small green heads with big pointy teeth look down. Me no see goblin warlord, me only see stinky scrawny little Uzi goblin. <laughs> I look down at U Uzi and go, I do not believe that this approach has been successful. We always could go back to ship and blow up whole tower. That is a viable strategy. 
Uh, Uzi will look up at the tower. Uzi, come home. Let down ropes so he can come back. He bring Polly's who want to talk to Mega Chief. Stop being annoying. He's going to get a better role than me, I know it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's find out, shall we? What was your total? Mine was a 10. <laughs> you got the same. Oh, oh gods. No. Okay. I need uh, to if fly anyone up else there. wants to throw in something, now would be the time, because this uh, is going very poorly, very quickly. Ish. I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll throw out some expletives at them. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you think you're so tough? Why don't you come down here, Nakangepensa? Is there anything that they might be interested in that we could, you know, bluff about? With them up there and us down here? I could fly up, but I'm trying to think of what do I have to talk about. I mean, flying up to their level might be a power move. Who's yeah. to say? It's up to you, it's my man. We, sh we should have pulled a Top Gun and done a flyby on the tower. <laughs> oh, uh... <laughs> you guys did an intimidate check with the ship. It was yeah. fairly good. Yeah. Things just haven't been going well at this point. Hans will look That's... at Uzi. And, this is uh, basically like the 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 synopsis of the entire campaign. Yeah, <laughs> things haven't been going well. Fonz <laughs> will look over to Uzi and be like, "Would you like to fly up there and talk to them closer, or is it not a good idea?" If Uzi right on top of Brain, it's your ultimate power. Let's get you little reins, too. That would be cool. Uzi, <laughs> 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 conqueror of giant brain. <laughs> oh, I want an art of it now. <laughs> it would look so good. It still stands. Anyone who submits fan art, I will give a popsicle to a player of their choice. Oh, gods. Okay, so do you guys want to send Uzi up on top of pawns? Sure. That sounds great. Heck yes. No skin off my brain. <laughs> I mean, I'm officially out of ideas, so it sounds, <laughs> sounds great to me. Oh, man, I just... This is basically the equivalent of Monty Python and the Holy Grail with the French people on top of the castle walls. I know, Finch it is. Mush. I know. <laughs> but Such a struggle. none of them could fly. I don't think he'll be interested. You'll see, he's already got one. It's already got one, you see. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Okay, I have a couple ideas here, uh, but yeah, I'll, I'll fly Uzi up there. Yes, okay. Uzi climbs aboard and sits on top of you, holding his dog slicer in one hand as he mm. tries to find purchase on your brain. I'm just like not sure what to do with that. I'm going to like wrap my arms like around his legs like this, and then I'm going to like keep my legs <laughs> can your arms together. Even, can your arms even reach around Maybe? your brain? Doubtful. I, I don't know. I'd have to look at the photo. I think they... Could get I'm, somewhat on top. If, if we're going by the character art, I'm gonna say hard no. Maybe if he straddles big enough. I don't know. <laughs> okay. That, that I'm basically gonna try to make myself just look like a floating brain as much as possible with nothing else. Okay. I'll kind of tuck my legs in and I'll fly up there with on him on my head. Alright, so you slowly raise up and like the goblins inside have kind of been like, oh, you're not even worth talking to anymore. And then so it's kind of like that scene in Back to the Future when Marty jumps off the building and then comes back up on top of the DeLorean. What Same is that? deal. Is yeah. that uh, number three? <laughs> number two. Number two. So he raises up holding his dog slicer and says, 
Uzi say, we here to talk to Mega Chief. <laughs> and he's going to roll an intimidation this time, which he is much better at than diplomacy. Ooh, 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 can I assist with that, please? Oh, yeah, give me some of that. And pawns, if you want to as well, because you're part of this. I just yeah. want to want to look cool on the ground below with my rifle <laughs> trained on something. Yeah. Can, so. can, can I can I get Eastman also to to intimidate by buzzing the tower at this point? <laughs> Ooh, that's Whoa. Not a bad idea. All right. Yeah, that's okay. Give shoot, shoot over a message. Sure. Yeah. All right. Five E's got a sixteen, so you get that that assist bonus. Yes. Nice. Nice. That was a natural 20 for a 27. Yeah. Oh, baby. oh my gosh. In a little while. 27s are hot number tonight, man. <laughs> nice. Even if we buy a lottery ticket, I know what I'm playing. <laughs> I think I need more numbers than that, but you know. I'm definitely not buying a lottery ticket right now based on my rolls. Yeah, the grappling hook shing, pulls back into the ship. And as you guys are all making this, the ship just flies straight by the top of the tower. Inside ponds, you can see that the goblins like fall over backwards as the ship flies past. And Uzi points his dog slicer for ponds to move forward into the tower. Judge forward! <laughs> Perfect. Uh, how far from like the edge of this platform are these guys up top? You know, it's a room, so okay. They got like walls and kind of uh, not necessarily like murder holes that you'd see in tower, but mm -hmm. something kind of like that. Just little murder openings holes. that you can see through. Okay. <laughs> I don't think that's what they're called. I was I was wanting to use a spell that I recently acquired. I don't think it's a Ooh, good idea. What so spell? I will <laughs> wait. Command. Wait, wait. I I think you should do it. Okay. All right, all right. As <laughs> as I fly towards it, I want because I'm curious how the goblins are going to interpret this. Uh huh. I want to say fall <laughs> to them. <laughs> See what happens. Oh my god! Just because I'm curious. What will they What will they do? Explain to me what exactly hap is happening okay. here. I'm confused. Okay, okay. So I'm going to use the command the command word fall, which is a real command. Okay. Okay. So. But it's interpretive by, you know, culture and such. So, <laughs> you know, okay. it, falls, it falls to the ground, whichever ground it. Okay, uh, then I'm going to need to know what the Saving uh, DC is. on that is. Yeah. Yes, I believe it is a 14. By the way, fun fact for our viewers and listeners, murder holes are actually a historical term. They're not as... They're these things that you, uh, if I'm not mistaken, the ones you shoot arrows out of that or they're up at the top and you aim down. From Wikipedia, a murder hole or mitrier is a hole in the ceiling of a gateway or passageway and fortification yeah, through the which one. the defenders could fire, throw, or pour harmful substances or objects, such as Wait. rocks, arrows, scalding water, hot sand, quick time, tar, goodness. So <laughs> I, I knew what you were talking about when you said murder hole. I mm -hmm. understood the context. I didn't know that's what they were actually. No, that is, yeah. That's what they're called. Oh, yeah. <laughs> huh, yeah. It's so that when people are coming up to your front gates, you murder them. Yeah. Go, go human history. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> this is the most aptly named object yep. I've ever heard of. So as you're moving in, Uzi on top with his dog slicer, you cast the command of fall. 
<laughs> and they were backing away a little bit, so they're more in the center of the room. Uh, and what okay, you okay. see is they all drop to their knees as if in reverence. Oh, cool. <laughs> I'll take that. <laughs> you can't really see it because he's on top of his brain, but Uzi's grin is like the most wicked, huge grin that could possibly be imagined. <laughs> We're making him the happiest guy. Perfect. I'll, I'll go ahead and like kind of lower him towards one of the, the holes and let him slide off my head like a like actual slide. Yeah. Slides off, lands. Before the other goblins get back up, he looks over, picks up the rope ladder and throws it over. All right, time to climb up. And that just lasts a round, Adam. Okay. Six seconds. Yeah. As people start climbing up the ladder and getting closer, you can hear that Uzi is basically lording it over these other goblins right now. They are clearly, like, not sure what's going on now. They were having fun making fun of people from their high tower. Now people are in here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you guys get to the top of this tower. As you get in, you can see that all the technology that once resided in this control room has long been stripped away. There's a crudely made hatch that covers what's probably the stairs downwards, and a light layer of sand just covers the entire area. So we probably, he kind of like leans into you guys, we probably go before they get any smart ideas. How many of them are here? There are four of them in here, which Dude. Yep. Your experience with goblins before, you guys took on like three of them when you were sick and dying and trying to punch them. Mm -hmm. So they're probably not the most intimidating thing, but they're not attacking you at the moment, so you have a little time to do something before things potentially get violent. Hi, my name's my name's um Pons. We're <laughs> here for Lord Pons Killer Brain. He like nudges you. Oh. <laughs> yes. Yes, I, I am I am the killer brain pawns. Uh this is Lord Uzi. He has come back. We are seeking entrance into your facility. <laughs> <laughs> we are here to reclaim the rightful throne to Uzi. So you take Uzi and all of Uzi's bodyguards to a mega chief. They're just Looking at you guys, we're kind of standing over him right now, especially at 5e, who's just towering above everybody else. Okay, okay, no need to kill anyone. We just go over here. And you see him pull a little key off a ring, unlock the door and push it open and just kind of step away. Uh, Uzi leans in once again. Maybe we destroy Warhorn or take it with us or something so they don't try to warn people we're coming. Like one of those big curly ones? Or if is you it like think a that's... As you command, my lord. <laughs> Which of the is one of these goblins actually holding the the horn? No, they're not like at the horn. It's attached to the wall. It's a oh, pretty okay. good sized one. Hmm. All right. So you could just yeah, it might be a little too big to put in a backpack or something like that, but you could definitely at least disable it or something like that for now. Yeah, let's do that. All right. Um, I mean, my my first indication is to just unload on it with a microwave scorch gun, honestly. <laughs> just, just, bam, 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 bam. Whoops. Like that, that should theoretically warp it enough that it'll be uh, a little less effective. You do not even have to give me a to hit with that thing because you're literally point blanking with this gun. So just go ahead and give me some damage. Cool. Good talk. 
<laughs> if only all gunshots were like this in the system, you just roll damage. It deals like two fire damage. It's not a great amount, but uh, maybe enough to, to fry it out a little bit. Um, and I, I kind of, I kind of like swivel my head over to, to Scriff and, and give him, give him a quick shrug. <laughs> <laughs> Scriff shrugs back like, ah. uh, yeah. Uh, Pons is going to pull out his Yaxian bone cigarettes because I've just had those for a while. I'm gonna yes. light those and hand those to the goblins that are up here. And just kind of like, oh. uh, here you go. <laughs> just going to pass them out. Okay. Just Interesting. Okay. Here's some okay. drugs, kids. Yeah, here's some drugs. Do drugs, goblins. Go, go chill for a little bit. <laughs> do we even know what those do? No, nope. I don't. Nope. I no, no idea. idea. It doesn't matter. Uh, okay. So with that gun, you see that you light this horn on fire a little bit. It's kind of like burning at the mouthpiece. So you just have to like, put it out after a while. It's like, it's, it's probably, it's probably good. Hopefully we just made a good enough impression that they won't sound the alarm right away. Yeah, you can tell by all that you guys have done to this point, they don't seem like they're gonna do anything, but Uzi's suspicion springs eternal. Do I have a mm -hmm. pack of these cigarettes? Cause it says yeah. bone cigarettes. So I'm assuming there's like 10 in there. Maybe less. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. so I'll give them so one. you got each. like six left. Nice. <laughs> okay. So down the you guys stairs. <laughs> hand them out some Yoxian bone cigarettes. Do we have and a way to light peace them? Peace out. <laughs> I do. I do. I have a lighter. Yeah. Oh, nice. I lit them. <laughs> just give them a little one at a time. Uh, just like, there you go. Not sure if you're like going to poison them to death or not. <laughs> well, time to go. Huh? All right, I'll look, so, look at Uzi and say, which which direction should we proceed from here? Only one direction right now. We go downstairs. And he starts moving towards the hatch that was just opened and starts heading his way down. It's a little slow going because Uzi being in front with his crutches is taking a little extra time. Yeah. But this tower goes down a spiral staircase and it goes down for longer than you guys had climbed up that ladder. So it seems like it actually keeps going down into the sand further than what you guys could actually see. And by the time you get to the bottom level, it opens into this small, what looks like reception area. There's a door to your left that's completely blocked off and paneled over. Looking into the rest of the room, you see that there's the set of double doors that has long since been pried open and left there. And on the other side of those double doors, you see a tunnel that leads into the sands. So it's actually like through the sand? Yes. The impression you're getting is that this room is completely buried and then mm. they just dug through the wall. All right. That's kind of scary, but okay. <laughs> well, and then I'm going to move ahead and start scouting the tunnel a little bit, you know, get out in front of the group and look around, let them know if there's anything troublesome. You move out into the tunnels and do you guys have, I guess we haven't really gone over this, who has dark vision or low light vision, these kinds of things. Scriff, what you got? You got dark vision? I got the dark vision. The dark vision, Richard? Dark vision also. Dark vision as well, Cooper? Uh, psychic sense, not dark vision. Mm. Okay. <laughs> That's kind of 
It's a not... spicy combination. Actually, spicy no. boy. I have both. Oh? What? <laughs> yeah. I have dark vision as well. I have to 60 Oh, feet. yeah, you do. Oh, snap. Dude, Party of dark vision. Problems, honestly. Yeah. We're all good. As you are moving out into this hallway to try to get an understanding of the cavern system, go ahead, Richard. Give me a survival check, please, since you're the one leading. Because as you move through this main tunnel, which starts big and starts to kind of get smaller as it goes, other tunnels start to connect and it starts branching in different ways. So what do you got for me? Uh, I have a result of eight, and I will tell you for nothing, it was a natural one. Well, Ooh. Uzi's leading us, right? 5e is currently doing so. But, <laughs> but with, with the direction of Uzi. <laughs> so how I picture it is, you're walking dead ahead. You know, these other tunnels are coming in. You keep walking, and then Uzi just kind of stops and is like, wait, no, wait. 5e, we come over this way. Follow, we'll follow Uzi in uh, all yes. directions. Affirmative. Correcting course. <laughs> the way that he indicates. I'll, uh, if I'm going to talk during this part, I'll be using telepathy. I'm just going to throw that out there. Okay. That should up the intimidation. Sullen oh silence. So intimidating. <laughs> uh, I just... It's not. No, it's intimidating when you hear words in your brain. Does it look like these tunnels have been supported in any way, or is it straight through the sand like you'd expect? Hit and miss. There's okay. some that look like they have a few beams, maybe they had cave-ins, but a lot of it is just kind of straight through the sand. Okay. So through these winding tunnels and overlapping cross-sections, you are led until the tunnel begins to widen, until it meets the roof of a rising, massive chamber. Passing into a vaulted room, you smell the fuel of the powered torches along the walls. Makeshift lights weave and bob in a room teeming and flowing with the movement of life. Shouts echo, meshing with the noise of talking, working, and play-fighting, rising and falling like the sound of an ocean. Thousands of tents and lean-tos interweave around sturdy old-world buildings. Massive latticework structures line the walls and ceilings, using every kind of material one could possibly think to find in the sand. There must be order to this chaos, since it's clear that every goblin here is doing something. However, your unaccustomed eyes see it as almost a writhing sea of fire, goblins, and movement. Uzi leans in, and there's a bit of a din going on, so he talks a little bit louder, says, We probably should go right to Megachief before we get noticed too much. Else goblins think Tollies might be invading. What is the most direct route to his location? Uzi gestures in a direction, which there's a largish building built into the wall, not quite on the other side of this large room, but a ways in. So you guys are going to have to move around the crowd or find some way to get through without. All right. Fire gun here. Could I could I attempt to clear a path through the crowd with like sense motive and or intimidate? 
just to sort of detect trouble as, I, as I'm moving and force people out of the way. Okay, so you're trying to basically make a path through the goblins? <laughs> Is that yeah, the plan? I'm, yeah, I'm trying to sort of read the crowd. I mean, since since motive is my big dete- uh, detective ability for uh, operative. Sure, yeah. I would say if you want to do a sense motive right now before you go in, you could do that. And then if you wanted to get people out of the way, then you'd roll intimidate as you're moving through. That's a 20. Dang. Okay, so, you know, the feeling you're getting from this crowd is more or less they're just kind of living their goblin lives here. Some of them may notice you as you go through. Some of them will probably just keep doing their thing. So, yeah, there's no, like, immediate malevolent feelings or threat, but depends on how you guys go about this. I'm just going to do that bodyguard thing where you're, like, cutting cutting through a crowd ahead and, like, batting aside people with crazy signs, (laughs) trying to get on camera, (laughs) clear a path for the rest of the group. Okay, very good. What is everybody else doing as we go into this crowd? Following... (laughs) <laughs> that's right <laughs> I wasn't sure if you guys wanted to add on to it or whatnot. I was looking to see okay. they kind of remind me of ants so maybe if I like covered my body in soap they wouldn't want to touch me I mean you you <laughs> can just as, assuming that wow. just thinking. <laughs> <laughs> assuming that the ceiling is you know a reasonable height you could probably just float over that. Oh. <laughs> the Lysol, works. 50 feet. It's it's up there, but yes, you could do that, I suppose. <laughs> I have so. I'm just curious. Listen, this is a tabletop adventure you can always try. Yeah. There are no wrong answers. <laughs> mm, are there? <laughs> no, there are no wrong no, answers, uh, only bad ones. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh, man, okay. Um, <laughs> I'll, I'll just, sorry, uh, I'll, yeah, I'll just kind of like walk through the crowd with soap in hand and like <laughs> kind of point it at them. Uh, that like, makes it even better because now you just look no! like you're soap! <laughs> you're just threatening them with soap, like I'm threatening you with a yeah, good wash in. Just brandishing a hygiene product to keep back the goblins. <laughs> like, like, like they're your dog. <laughs> no, I don't want to back. <laughs> oh goodness! Not a yeah, B-A-T-H. Sorry, um, I'm I'm not gonna need intimidate from you anymore, Richard, because they're just all gonna be like, yeah, yeah, away from this soap. Uh-huh. Clearly, okay, okay, uh-huh. good. I'm glad that worked. <laughs> Everyone knows that goblins are just that the goblins' natural enemy is soap. <laughs> all right, Richard, give Common me an intimidate, knowledge. please. <laughs> give you a what now? Intimidate <laughs> as you start moving through the crowds. Okay. Um, that is a natural 20 for a 28. Nice. Oh, 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 baby. So as you start walking into this sea of goblins, some of them start to take notice, but you have like the frowny eyes on your robotic face. And you are at least twice, if not three times as big as some of these dudes. Wow. Switch my LEDs over to red for this one. <laughs> so you haven't run into anyone who's carrying a weapon or anything. So most of the time, unless they don't notice you, they're just kind of backing away. They see a goblin in there 
and doesn't look like it's tied up or anything. So they're not immediately like, we got to save it, you know, and Uzi's doing like his strut. So you guys just <laughs> moving people out of the way. 5e just clearing a path. And nice. it's very obvious that you're beelining straight for the Mega Chief's vicinity. Yes. I, I like the idea of Uzi strutting just like a G. Yeah, he's moving. He's moving with one cane, but he's like got the other one kind of slung over his shoulders. So he can... <laughs> he's he's doing the pimp walk. Old gangster walk. Yeah, <laughs> yeah kind of. Mm -hmm. We should have gotten go. him an ostentatious outfit for this. <laughs> well, he's got bones. All yeah. Actually, that's true. Yeah, we did. We did festoon him in dead things. So yeah, that tends guys... to help as well. You guys look like a badass crew yeah, right this now. Isn't, with all your this bones. isn't subtle, but it doesn't matter at this point. <laughs> no. All right. So you guys move through this village and get to the point where there's this stone staircase that leads up into this bigger building. And you get to the top and there's these two goblin guards standing in front of an open doorway to what looks like a tent, a large tent. They're holding these makeshift nasty looking spears. Uzi steps out in front and says, Uzi is here to speak with Mega Chief. Is of utmost importance. And I'm going to roll diplomacy, and you guys can assist just by being a posse with him. Doesn't really matter which roll I roll, because they're all the same. <laughs> they're all that good, huh? That good. Uh, uh, I assist. <laughs> Yeah, I don't. <laughs> nice. Apparently, I can only roll well on skills that I don't have. Mm, it was a five. Okay. Um, I can throw a 12, Diplo. That'll do That's it. That's enough. So you all stroll up, and with a natural 20. Oh, right. That's a 27. These guards, like, these guards scan you up and down. You can tell that the gears are turning, weighing their options, whether or not they think it'd be worth it. They stand aside, gesture in with their spears. And as Uzi starts moving forward, they do follow along with you. They're not moving close enough that you might actually do anything to them. Entering the throne room, the layout and architecture scream army barracks. One long hall with Thousands upon thousands of charms made of bones, trinkets, dead animal carcasses, plants, toys, any small thing you can imagine hang from the canvas roof. Fuzzy pelts form a line from the entrance to the throne. Vicious and savage-looking goblins stand on either side of the pathway. The throne itself sits before a wooden desk, likely removed from one of these old buildings. Behind it rests the largest goblin you have ever seen. A wart protrudes off one cheek. He was messing with a data pad when you were all allowed in. Kicking his feet off the table, he stands to his full height of four feet. Oh, <gasps> oh my gosh. I was waiting for it. <laughs> <laughs> that is definitely an outlier in goblin physiology. As he stands, his large gut boom rests on the table. <laughs> I wonder if he's part dwarf. <laughs> what this I see? 
this little Uzi Paswoon bringing new clan to take over? Side with Tollies because he cannot make way in own clan. Tell all-powerful <laughs> Mega Chief Filth Between Toes why he not have thousands of Goblin Clan descend and rip you to shreds for morning snack. Mm. Do you guys uh, say anything? Yeah, let's, let's, let's maybe <laughs> think about this for a second. This is pretty I, key. I thought this was Uzi taking the lead here. Yeah. Uh, uh, Uzi's got to show some, some gumption here. Yeah, he's got to be the boss if he wants to be the boss. So, Adam, monologue with yourself. Go. Yeah, I was, I was giving you guys a chance to make me not have to do that. But <laughs> Nope. <laughs> do it. We didn't even need to be here for this episode. We could just been all Uzi. All the time. This is Uzi's journey. <laughs> Volume 2Z, Chapter Uzi. Uzi. <laughs> I missed my chance. <laughs> <laughs> We're the side characters. <laughs> Let me get a sense motive from people as you guys roll okay. up to this chief because we're all well known for sense motive at least I, one of I you is i haven't had to use that in a while i pulled a 17 on that oh, 26 12 <laughs> pretty good okay so while he's hiding at pawns you can tell that uzi despite having you guys backing him is still kind of like intimidated you can see a bit of sweat like behind mm -hmm. his ear okay again in te telepathy then i'll be like yeah, Uzi, you could totally take him. You fought guys way bigger than this guy, like in the last week at least. Uzi, give it his best try. Do you send that to all of us? Yeah, you know, I've been kind of thinking that how I've been communicating is to all of you guys. That was just directed so, at Uzi, but yes, okay. I can send that to everyone. The the so the way I understand it with with telepathy is it's like talking so like if you're trying to hold multiple conversations it is very difficult but yeah. you can still send to multiple people if you want to yeah mm -hmm. i believe that's correct so uzi tries not to let it show he says uzi has returned triumphant conquering all city of io to take his place on throne that was <laughs> stolen from father Ooh. <laughs> At that point, I'm going to blast my audio amplifer and go, All hail, Warlord Uzi! <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah, I, I follow. <laughs> All hail, Warlord Uzi! I will still pretend like I can't talk, but I will bow in reverence. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm going to roll, I guess, a bluff check because of that one. I'm gonna assist. Yeah, for that awesomeness, you guys can all assist for sure. Yeah, fourteen. Take your uh, bonus. Eighteen. Yes. I assist. Yes. Assist. Yes. So as you guys all shout in unison, "All hail, Warlord Uzi!" You can see filth between toes. His eyes get bigger. Like, what is going on here? And then you can see him visibly control himself again and gets a more stern face and then puts on a like deprecating laugh <laughs> little Uzi too big for tiny britches you think you can come back and take throne from me if you wish to challenge me to throne 
is fine. Filth will face you in one-on-one -on -one combat. Your tolly friends are no goblins. They cannot compete in Blood Ring. What's the matter? You afraid to face tollies in combat? <laughs> Just like glares at you. <laughs> Is it because you know that you could not beat us? Any one of us would be a match for you. <laughs> the pawns just okay. like shifty eyes. Yeah, I was like, wait, is this what we're doing? I didn't think this is what we're doing. Um, okay, um, go ahead. Give me intimidate with that as well. I got I, a 12. <laughs> I don't even assist. How, how many <laughs> goblin soldiers are there in here? From the entrance, counting the ones that you guys went past, there's about six total. Okay, and they so all look like the much. tough, the, the bruisery rest, looking dudes. The rest are just yeah. like civilian goblins, right? Yeah, there's goblins nearby, but yeah. goblins don't necessarily need guns and weapons to be a problem. Uh, were you going to roll on that one, Coop? Oh, no, no, I wasn't going to help with that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't going to do that at all. That was, that was not my intention. <laughs> This is dumb. Why would I do that? <laughs> In fact, I'm just going to leave. <laughs> you guys are on your own. Well, well, well. Tallies have big mouths. But filth between toes is benevolent. So he will give Tallies opportunity. You want to be considered goblin enough to challenge for throne with little Uzi. You prove yourself in blood ring. Then you can challenge filth between toes. Oh. I didn't expect that direction to happen. I'm gonna look hmm. down at Uzi and go, explain to me the concept of the blood ring. Two groups go in, one group come out. Two goblins enter, one goblin leaves. <laughs> Are the numbers always equal? Leans in, <laughs> leans into you. With goblins, numbers never equal. Mm. I suspected that might be the case. Goblins too small to have equal numbers. <laughs> so, so the high chieftain is going to pick a board of candidates to represent him in the blood ring against us. Correct? He will not fight himself. Right, he have beef goblins come fight us, and then I guess if you we win, you guys get to help me fight him, because otherwise it might not go great. As long as you do not go into the ring for the initial combat, I do not see that this could be insurmountable. Ozzy no think he not going to have to go in. Ozzy no think Mega Chief going to be nice about this. We can take it. We've been through worse. And so I was not programmed to be nice to goblin chieftains. To Uzi, it is just goblins that we're facing, right? You guys don't have, I don't know, bigger pets or anything. Uzi don't know what Blood Ring looked like since he been gone. So... Can't help you, squishy pawns. No. Could be bad. Don't know. Fantastic. How long have you been gone? That was a couple years, wasn't it? 
Yeah, he's been gone for a while. He does not come back here much. If we are all in agreement, then I suggest you convey to your chieftain that we accept his challenge. Uzi kind of looks back at you, almost like in a group huddle. Uzi, appreciate this. If this all work out, then honor of goblin family be redeemed. And he turns around, looks back at the chief. Pa! We take down any challengers that come to clan of Uzi. <laughs> All right, well, here we go. We accept <laughs> challenge of Blood Ring. The chief great. slams his hands down on the desk, reaches over and presses a button and leans into what looks like a small intercom. It's time for Blood Ring! You can hear it announced out over speakers in the main hall. I'm just imagining like legions of goblins throughout the city start chanting it yeah. in a way. Yeah, like absolutely. Up and down. Blabbing <laughs> 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 their arms. They've got like like TVs posted throughout this yeah. this cavern. Yeah. They're like, Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Join <laughs> us in the blood <laughs> ring. <laughs> like Suddenly a whole flashing. bunch of them have like foam hands on. Uh. They just have like fake daggers in them. <laughs> Stabby foam hands. Yes. You guys are escorted by several of the guards in this room back through the caverns to this large gate that's made entirely of scrap metal and are greeted by this raucous noise. Looking through the openings, you can see goblins are piling into these enormous stands just on the other side of this ring of vicious wooden spikes. As the big gate opens, cheers and jeers are already being hurled at the outsiders, along with a goodly amount of garbage. It's just flying in and pelting you guys. Is there anything valuable in the garbage? Uh, roll, roll, roll perception. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was a chocolate bar. <laughs> Crystal Holland Crunchies. What? <laughs> crunchies. I got a 19. Snack the 19. crunches back. <laughs> you find an empty wrapper of crystalline crunchies. Ah, oh, so close. <laughs> Still the dust at the bottom. <laughs> lick out the dust. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes. It's a little extra energy before the fight. In the center of the arena sits a large stationary round object with visible gears jutting out from its innards. Four long rebar maces are crudely attached to it. A grinding sound and then a pop like a gunshot starts the machine which smoke begins to billow from its cap. What? And the oh. spiked arms begin to swing. Woof back and forth. We gotta fight a goblin robot for the first fight! <laughs> a goblin juts out from behind it, clearly oh, the it one is. who had started the machine. They run and dive for safety, but don't quite make it. <laughs> one of the maces what? catches one of his legs and tears <laughs> it clean off, flinging it into the stands. Uh oh <laughs> Okay. <laughs> As, One down. We win! As, as the injured goblin is dragged off, the crowd roars with excitement at the pre-show. 
I don't think we're going to be able to buy UPBs here, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Four uh, scarred, mean-looking goblins walk out through gates on the opposite side. They start to fan out as a booming voice rains out over a crackling speaker. See them, tallies! Them tallies want to challenge Wasty's clan. There's this uproarous laughter throughout the crowd. They want to challenge Wasties. They have to fight like Wasties. All goblins here come to see a good show. If we no get blood, we take blood, yes? Again, the crowd goes wild. Prove selves, tallies, in blood ring. <laughs> Everybody give me perception checks. Oh my god. Perception. Perception. Uh, I got a 10. Okay. 21. Woo. 17. 17. Pawns, 5e. As the crowd is going wild, the garbage rain starts increasing. So there's just stuff falling mm -hmm. all over the place. Yeah, Among that's real the pleasant. trash, there are three sudden explosions. <laughs> what? There's no fire or shrapnel, but... 5e and pawns you notice that several small rocks that were hit in this small blast start to glide away slowly and then after a few feet they fall to the ground what? with your okay. perception rolls you can gather that they were grenades of some kind and now there's some sort of lingering effect as okay. i move you all over to the next map oh, all right i'm gonna here we go. I'll make sure to point those out to everyone present. Who threw well, those? Okay. Of our allies. They came wow. out of the crowd. Show you know how better being a goblin would be, Tollies. Prove you want to challenge Wasted Clan. Fight to death! Yes! yes! for initiative! So 5e pulls his skip shot and his microwave gun and just looks up massive volume amplification on his system and goes, murder mode engaged. Nice. <laughs> He's really going to hand Yo. this up to, to look as intimidating as he oh can. Oh my gosh. <laughs> All right, now do the shaded out, do the shaded out 10 foot regions indicate where we saw those pieces go? Exactly. Okay, okay. if you are not watching the YouTube version of this and you can't see this map, what's going on is there is this what looks almost like a fire pit, but it's the top of this machine pouring out flames and these spikes that are spinning around it. There is a 20 foot radius from the center of this thing where these things are swinging around and then three small 10 foot squares <laughs> on the map that you can see. Those are where those three explosions happen. Yeah, so oh, there's, there's really also now. like a spike pit, it looks like. And oh, some, spikes spikes all around. some kind yeah. of wooden, like very rickety looking bridge in the northwest corner or northeast corner. Mm hmm. Okay. Yeah, you can see some pits. One look like it has a terrible bridge moving over. Very. Yeah. Don't go. Don't even try that bridge. Like <laughs> it's going to collapse uh, the second you step on it. <laughs> you're saying don't cross the happy bridge. And then, yeah, in the middle of this map, there is just a. Uh, 5, 10, 15, 20, tw 20 foot radius, like just spinning ball of death. 
<laughs> mm -hmm. Don't go near that Super. either. Super. Yep, I love it. Wondering. And as we begin the Blood Ring Combat 5e, you are first. Since you're going first, you and Scriff both notice that on the other side of the field, there's a few dead trees sticking out of the ground, hiding within the branches of those trees are some sneaky little goblins. You can see their uh, beady little eyes sticking yeah. out. Tricky. They're tricky little goblins. Yeah. <laughs> All right. My plan is to use my robotic speed to yes. charge forth. And I think I'm going to move up to here. You're dodging around one of the squares and moving like right up against another. It looks yeah. Like. Yeah. And I'm going to take a shot at the goblin here. On the east side of the map, yes. looks like. Yes. The the north northeast or southeast goblin, I suppose I should say. There's a northeasterly one as well, to be specific. <laughs> and let's just go okay. skip shot with this guy. Hit me. I mean, don't hit me, but like try to hit me. <sighs> but it's so much fun. All right, how, how's a 20? 20, 20 to hit me for your goblin. <laughs> say that'll do it. I will hit the goblin by proxy. Fair enough. Are All you right. doing a trick attack? That's okay. Um, oh, that's a good, good question. I suppose I probably Ooh, should roll that. Jeff, why did you have to say anything? I was going to get away from this without getting trick attack. No, no, Nua. none of that. Uh -huh. you, you get tricked. It Plus doesn't matter. I didn't damage. get a 20. Um, so. <laughs> okay. All right. But he can, take, he can take five damage from my skip shot tactical Oof. pistol. Yeah, he can. I don't know if he wants to, but okay. Well, that's irrelevant. What what he wants is irrelevant <laughs> here, Adam. So Richard, that is considered a skill check, right? Your trick attack attempts? It is, yes. Why? Because I have a feature that allows me to help with those. From Sweet. A distance. You should do that next time. Yeah, I should. All right. That's... That'll be a fun combo, combo actually. <laughs> That'll be really cool. You'd probably have to hold your action. Oh, I would imagine I it's right. not a free action for you to assist. But for now, Scrief Dovetail. All right, Scrief. Uh, can I take cover behind this tree over here? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay, I'm going to move. not a huge tree, but it's enough to give you a little bit. A little okay. something, something. I'm small. Uh, so I'm going to move up behind this tree and take a shot at the same goblin that... Uh, 5e. Alrighty. Give me some shots. Here comes. That's an 18 against EAC. That will also do it. Go okay. ahead, give me damage for that shot. You're gonna take four damage, acid damage. Okay, okay. No, no, this it's fine, it's fine. Moving on. It's time for some space goblins. First goblin. It's gonna be the one up in one of the trees here, the furthest away tree. See, it's the distance we're looking at here. Oof. Closest person quite a ways away. Still gonna try to take a shot from this tree over at 5e. It's like across the map. He's got mm -hmm. massive negatives going on here, but he doesn't care. I don't know if you know that. He doesn't care. I, I didn't think he would. <laughs> so, so I take it then that this thing in the middle uh, is not very high up it's low to the ground yeah it's probably about as tall as 5e but it's also got lower areas and pointy yeah. stuff that's sticking out and the goblin has some height because it's up in the yeah, tree yeah exactly it. how does a 16 versus eac yeah 16 is definitely gonna hit me nice rolled pretty well on that despite the ridiculous amounts of negative boo <laughs> boo i say <laughs> 
It's only fair. You guys are laying into my goblins already. I gotta return the favor. That's right, yeah. Okay, and that's gonna be a big bad three fire damage. Oh, man. Okay, that guy's done. Moving on. It's uh, one of these goblins, mean-looking ones on the ground. And it's gonna start moving straight toward you guys. And as it does, it's gonna move into one of these squares here. And I'm gonna have him do an athletics check real quick. You see him running through, and as he moves into this area, it seems like he takes a little hop and he glides more than you would think he would from a hop like that. Mm. And then when he gets to the end of this square, he kind of drops down to the ground and continues moving. Interesting. And we're gonna do a double move because he wants to get as close to pawns as he possibly can. No. Pawns. Oh yeah. Stay no. away. Peace. I'm too Peace. squishy for that. Moving on once again, there's a lot of dudes on this map. I don't know if you guys know this. You did this to yourself. I did. <laughs> We're gonna get a double move again. I'm gonna get trying one, to get two, over three. next to 5e, and he's yeah, gonna stop got, just short of that. We've got six enemies on this map. Holy oh, cow. Goodness. Yep. It's Uzi time. Okay, Uzi. He's got his dog slicer in one hand, he's got an unstable junk laser in the other. Yeah. He's going to take a little five foot step so he's not right behind pawns, and he's going to take a shot at the goblin pit fighter who's running straight towards them. Nice. Excellent. And that is not going to hit. Womp, so he womp. shoots this pit fighter, just dodges out of the way, tuck and roll style. My goodness. So many goblins are going right now. Like the way the rolls happened, it's basically 5e, Scriff. Goblin, 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 uh, Uzi, goblin, yeah. goblin, goblin, pawns. <laughs> Another goblin in the, yeah, it's Uzi, yep. This one up in the north is going to move just between the swinging mm. blades and what looks like this pit with a bridge over it and is going to take a shot at 5e because 5e is the one out in front. Mm -hmm. Why not? I'm pretty sure a 19 is going to do it, so let me oh, get you yeah. some damage here. And that is a four fire damage from that one. Ooh. Okay, moving on. I'm just going to try to gun through these things. Goblin up in a tree, going to take a shot, facing some big negatives here. I don't think a five is going to hit. You. And then moving on once again, the guy that was being attacked, I think he's going to run over, and he's going to go right next to Scriff. Because... He's in some spikes. He can't do that. That's not spikes. That's a tree, baby. No, he's standing <laughs> on the spot. You're right. You know what? You are I, absolutely I right. Those, so, like, up in the air, but now they're <laughs> kind of like all over the area yeah, near you. So you know what, Jeff? You're right. And I'm going to make him roll acrobatics. If he fails, he's going to accidentally step into these things. Mm. Ah, that's why I avoided them and stood where I did. You can tell just by the way he moves. This guy has been near these spikes plenty of times. He just kind of ducks and weaves through, and then he's going to take a slash at you with a wicked-looking dog slicer. Okay, tell me, does a 10 KAC hit you? <laughs> no. You fool! Pawns! You're right. up. So I have a question then, Adam. Please, Please tell me. Yeah, well, first, which direction is this thing spinning in here in the center? Clockwise or counterclockwise? 
They're doing both. All the arms both. are acting independently. They're just going back and forth, like whoosh, whoosh. <laughs> like swinging, whoosh. like like a scythe. Like yeah, swiping, they're swiping. They're penduling back and forth, except okay. in a horizontal, non-vertical manner. Okay. Then, then my other question is, how sturdy is the attachment point of those like weird spikes to the actual arms? Oh, at the very end, or yeah. at the very beginning, a uh, very end. Uh, okay, whichever um, one looks weaker, I guess. <laughs> sure. The cl part closer to the inside is probably stronger. It's mm -hmm. pretty slapdash at the end, so all those spikes yeah. are just kind of jammed in there. And all right. if they come out in someone, I don't think anyone cares. Okay, so that goblin kind of directly north of me is mm -hmm. 30, 40 feet. I think I can reach him with a laser. Can I shoot the spikes as they swing towards him? <laughs> Ooh. You can certainly give it a try. That would be yeah. a very difficult shot. I know, but, but it'd be so cool. Mm -hmm. <laughs> have to try. You know what? Give it a go. Give all it right. a go. Let's see what happens. All right, all right. Come on. Good roll here. Because that's awesome. So you're going to like uh, try and break the spikes off of this whirling dervish of death and have it fly into the goblin yes. to the north. That's awesome. <laughs> exactly. Awesome that's to the, the max. 24. That's pretty Ooh, good. Okay. Pretty um, good. Yes. Roll some damage for All me. All right. I don't think it's that much damage, but good we'll see. stuff, man. That's uh, four. It's not that bad, actually. So you take aim at one of these whirling mace-looking things. Wait until it's just starting to move forward and <laughs> unleash a shot, hitting dead center on this thing. Yes. Instead of having the whole head of it fly off, you nail one of the spikes and it poof, cascades as if you just doubled the size of your bullet. Cool. <laughs> so why don't you go ahead and oh, why don't you roll me for funsies a uh -huh. 2d4. All right. Let's see here. Because that's super cool. That's going to be five. I think. Wait, do I, add, I don't, do I add my bonuses to that? I don't know what that's going to be. Do I have a bonus? I don't um, think you have weapon specialization yeah. in Whirling Goblin and Death <laughs> Trap. Okay, okay. That was awesome. <laughs> I appreciate you thinking outside the box, Cooper. Very yeah. good. It's net gain of one damage, so... Ooh, and then I'm yeah. going to run away. East. <laughs> yes, run towards the spikes. Good. Yeah, go, go up. Oh, uh, I want to go up. There's like three of them up there. No, <laughs> you no. Up into the air. <laughs> no, no, no. Up in the air. You can fly. Okay, okay. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll hover 10, 10 feet off the ground here. All right, moving back around. It's round two. Fight. And it's 5E. Excellent. What you got? What you got? What you got? Well, let's see. There's a close by guy. And. Oh, yeah. He's moving they toward me, but by. there's another guy that's decided to close in the scriff there as yeah, well. Yeah, we could get a uh, flanking bonus on him if you close in behind him. Uh, can I move through the tree freely, or is that considered rough terrain? No, it's a pretty thin tree. You can move around it, no problem. All right. Yeah, I'll pop in there. He'll get a swing at me. Okay, definitely going to try to do that. Oh, I appreciate you using up his AOO. Because that means I don't uh, have to take a guarded step back. That's a natty four. I don't think is going to do it. No, right. not at all. Not even. Yay, mobility and Adam rolling low. Um, cool. 
So then I'll take a swing with my baton as I pop in there. Let's see if we can take him out of the action. Um, tricky, tricky, tricky. It's tricky. tricky. It's, it's it's a it's a tricky <laughs> tricky shot with my baton. That's pretty tricky with a twenty nine. That's very tricky. Okay, um, give me some attack roll. Please. Oh yes, and that's Get one d eight. You got now. plus two from flanking. Yeah, yeah. All right, attack roll is a twenty-two. Yeah, yeah. And, and that will be eight damage from my tactical baton. Oh, does bonk. it have to be? Because that's that's wow. Just go to him? goblin jail. Bonk, bonk. <laughs> Directly <laughs> goblin jail. Okay, screw. Well, since he's already taken his reaction, I'm gonna do a full attack with my <laughs> oh, no. uh, cost object oh, liquidator. So, so he was a point cool. blank. Here we go. I don't get flanking bonus, unfortunately, because I'm doing uh, range. But because of my dex versus my strength, it's still the better option. Uh, first, first roll is a 20 uh -huh. against EAC. Oh, boy. I'm going to give you the second one. Yeah, give me a second. Uh, second one's a seven. So just one hit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All that right. Is, give me that damage. That's uh, going to be three acid damage on him. Oh, boy. Yeah, you don't need to see much to know that he ain't looking good. Goblin all the way across the map in the tree. You guys are just way too far. So he's gonna drop down from the tree. I'm gonna roll acrobatics to see how well that goes. <laughs> Pretty well. That was a natural 18. Wow. Drops a down. Nimble goblin. Yeah. And he's gonna move over. It's gonna try to get closer on you guys. It's still not a great shot. In fact, where he's at, there's two other goblins in his way. So he's going to move again and get over by his boy up in the other tree. Moving oh, on. How, how nice of him. Oh, <laughs> I was expecting so, him just to go for it. Down south, there is a pit fighter who sees a goblin on the ground with crutches and then a brain who's fly, flown up into the air. I think he's got to go for the easy target here. He's gonna move Uzi's right not in an on easy Uzi. target. This is just part of our ploy. Uh -huh. <laughs> it's part of his clever ruse. Indeed. Okay, going in dog slicer style. That's a nat nineteen. That's gonna oh. hit. Oh no! Oh. Cuts Uzi with this dog slicer Christ across the chest. Oh. Oh. Uzi, we knew you a little too well, buddy. <laughs> That's going to be his turn moving on again. So in order to make this more fun, we have at the bottom, we have Scriff, then a goblin, then 5e. And now we're going to have another goblin. So everybody's flanking everybody, more or less. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> like, we just have a tower. <laughs> so do these do these goblin pit fighters have a melee and a ranged weapon? Yes. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, they're fighting very similar to how Uzi is. Coming in, gonna get a bonus for flanking on 5e. Does a 15 KAC do it? I regret to say that yes, yes it does. Okay, and that's gonna be three damage. Just comes up behind and starts stabbing. <laughs> Moving on to Uzi. Uzi is not enjoying the fact that this dude is right up on him and he's gonna do what all good goblins do and he's gonna full attack against this thing <laughs> because that's how he do so uzi's crutch is getting in the way 
He's trying to swing and he's having trouble. He doesn't oh. manage to land a single hit on this guy. U Uzis are, are ace in the hole. I know he's going to have to do something next round. That uh, dog slicer is not working for me. I have to mix it up. Goblin Pit Fighter really does not want to have to be all by himself over here. So he's going to move through that square. I'm going to have him do acrobatics. These guys pretty good. That's going to do it. Is it like a, earlier. a fog in the in those squares or is it something on the ground? There's no fog or anything visual of that nature. If anything, you see like a little bit of wibbly wobbly as you're looking in there, but like nothing obvious. Uh, gonna move in close and I'm gonna, just for fun, I'm gonna roll a 1d2 because he's having trouble decide if he wants to go after the goblin or if he wants to go after the squishy little rat over there. And he's going to go with the rat. Oh, he's going to take a shot. Unstable junk style. Uh, does a 10 EAC hit you? <laughs> no. Pathetic. Moving on. Space goblin in the tree. Ooh, that's a terrible shot. He's still going to take it. It's going to be like a negative a million here, but it does not matter because his job is to sit in a tree and shoot at you guys. <laughs> Who's the, that one shooting at? Uh, shooting at U5E, but he's ah. going to have to try to shoot through his boy and with some distance problems going on here. So you got a that's plus 40 or AC long. from the soft cover. It makes literally no difference. That's not going to come anywhere close. Yay. Okay. Last pit fighter, the one in between the two of you. <clears throat> I think he's going to have to go for the one he has flanking with. So gonna go after 5e, so plus two. Oh my goodness, what well, guys, why are you so terrible? Oh yeah. That's not gonna come close. Pawns, you're up. Yes, all right, I'm going Goblins to, go. let's see, I can fly 15 feet now. So I'm gonna go, uh, still in the air. Oh no, I, I guess I can fly full full motion. Can yeah, I go above have... this guy? Yeah, yes. uh, next to Uzi? You could go right above that guy if you want to. Yes. Jump. All right. I'm going to send a dog slicer down using telekinetic uh, projectile. <laughs> <laughs> I'm try to shoot this guy. <laughs> Wonderful. Yes. Just hold it out in front of you and <laughs> just drop. <laughs> Give it a little Tim's extra thumb song. Ooh, 20 total. Nice. Ooh, all right. Give me some all damage. Right, Good awesome. damage, please. Spicy. That's two. <laughs> It's not a bad well, telekinetic projectile, you know, it's, it's a what, like a 1d3. Nah, it's yeah. it's uh, it's starting <laughs> to lose its its damage edge Just now that we're. As we get around to round three, the grenades dissipate. But just for fun, a new round come in from the crowd. They don't want to just oh. let this go. Oh, no. Oh. Yeah, this one's going to be a little more targeted. So just for fun, it's going to be like there. That's we're gonna on throw the other ones. goblin. Yeah, we're going to throw one over here on top oh, of goblin. Ooh, that's and 5e. over 5e. You know, I was really hoping Adam is foundry has that uh, on the screen dice roll that you just throw like a bunch of D20s out and see where they land. <laughs> that would have been really cool. <laughs> Okay, so these 
things go off near you guys, you see them again at much closer. And yeah, there's just some weird distortion. Little rocks and pieces of trash start floating from the teeny explosion. 5E, so you're now in the middle of this thing. It feels weird, man, and I'm gonna need an acrobatics <laughs> check. <laughs> acrobatics oh, or feels reflex? weird. Uh, no, this is acrobatics. <laughs> Initiating gravity compensation scheme. 20. 20, okay. You feel your footing start to get wobbly, like you're almost being lift off the ground, but you manage to retain your grounding. So yes, there's something weird about these things. It's like also... zero G in those spaces. Yeah, yeah, there's something weird like that happening. Oh. Um, I need to make an acrobatics for this boy too. Okay, looking good. This other goblin down near Uzi and Ponds, you see that they weren't expecting this thing to land under their feet and they trip and they seem to float. They are now off kilter until they correct themselves. Nice. So they're gonna have a heck of a time trying to hit and maneuver until they do something about it. 5e, you're up. Well, in the interim, I'm going to trick attack the one that Scriff and I are flanking. Uh, so we need to get some of these guys off the board. Um, okay. Trick attack is probably not going to work since that was a 20 dot. That's okay. We're going to hit him with the baton. Are they CR zero? <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, uh. I like the way you think. It's a good effort. It's a good effort. Oh, sad face. I only got an eight on that baton roll. So that's a big old whiff as oh, that goblin no. that's a big jumps old out of the way. Ugh. Just kind of like flips that. a little bit out the out of the the range of my strike. That sucks. Okay, Scriff, your turn. Which goblin is off kilter and floating around? The one in the to stuff? your left, to the uh, west of you. Okay, I really want to shoot him, but I want to help Five E not be flanked anymore first. So uh, I'm going to guarded step to the south so that I can shoot the one directly north of me. That's uh, a 10 against EAC, so I don't think that's going to do it. 10 against EAC is not going to do it. I'm sorry. Ah, this guy's hanging on by his little teeth. So one of the goblins, the one who had run from the other tree, is going to try to move in because he's still having trouble shooting at you guys. And he's going to cross this bridge, and I'm going to have him make a <laughs> roll as he crosses this bridge. Not a very structurally sound bridge. No. The Goblin Corps of Engineers surely has performed structural analyses on all of these devices. <laughs> Just as much as they do for their hang gliders. Uh-huh. So this goblin dashes across the bridge. You can see it creaking every step he takes, even with as little as he weighs, gets to the middle, and you hear this loud crack <laughs> as the bridge <laughs> drops out from under this oh! poor goblin. <laughs> oh, no. The crowd erupts into cheers as one of these goblins falls into the pit and just blood very anime style flies out and you don't hear anything but a scream and a sudden stop. Oh, okay. I was just making sure we don't hear like a burp at the end of that. Like some giant sarlacc is at the bottom of this pit. Oh, okay. I love it when people fall in pits in games so, so much. Right, moving on, pit fighter that is next to Uzi, underneath ponds. 
full attack, one against Uzi, and then a gunshot against Pawns in the air. So he's swinging and firing. Uh, Uzi's gonna get a attack of opportunity while this happens. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> oh, Uzi, come on, man. You gotta pull through uh, once in a while. This is broken limbs, man. All right, so Dog Slicer against Uzi, full attack. <laughs> and then one against, nope, other way around. Once about missed horribly is what I'm saying. And one against uh, Pawns. Does he 16 EAC yes. hit you, Pawns? Of course. Okay. And that is a big bad five fire Ow. damage for you. Oh, okay, that actually hurts. Other pit fighter right next to 5e. K18 KAC. And then yeah. four damage to your back. You're getting sliced up a good. Boo. Oh, man. Uzi. Revenge time. Come on, Uzi. He's going to drop Dog Slicer and pull out his junk sensor because it's cooler. <laughs> junk sensor? It senses that, yeah. the junk. That's a it weapon? It senses that this dude is junk. Uh, he <laughs> pulled it out last time uh, he was in a combat with you guys against the Gurgatal. It had like the little hanging bowl that had like fiery bits in it of garbage. Vaguely and he swings that. that around on a chain. Ah. Yeah, it's rad as hell. <laughs> Nat 18 is going to hit, though. Ooh, baby. Eight damage. Aye, okay. Hit like a truck on this pit fighter. Finally bringing the noise, Uzi. Okay, speaking of pit fighters, we have one in this weird anti-gravity field who's going to have to make a roll. Okay, so here's what's going to happen. <laughs> He attempts to right himself and instead starts pushing himself in the wrong direction. And he's accidentally going to move himself five feet closer to those whirling blades oh. of horrible doom. Oh. oh, oh, Coop, when it comes to your turn, Pawns uh -huh. needs to... You he, he's weightless right now. You can just yeah. push him into the spinning spikes. <laughs> I didn't know if that's how that worked or not. But he's okay. weightless. He's in zero G. Uh, okay, Space Goblin in the tree, gonna drop down because he just can't shoot anything from here. Acrobatics drops down, and my rolls are just amazing right now. Drops down and is gonna fall flat on his back. Ha ha! <laughs> from the this, tree. This is how we win a comedy of errors. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> Just uh, wait for them to and kill he's themselves. Going to spend the rest of his turn standing up. Okay, <laughs> going after 5e, who's now flanked, the only one flanked because Scriff moved away. Gotta do it. This like guy's looking horrible, sandwich. and he just... Nope. He's swinging at you. The blood is getting in his eyes. He's swinging wide. Can't hit you. Pawns, you're up. Oh, okay, so he's weightless. Can I use psychokinetic mm -hmm. hand to move him then? Yes. Psychokinetic hand that probably has a. Oh, right. But he's weightless. There's he's no zero G. He's currently uh, I can move him up to 15 feet. No, here with you. Oh, my goodness. You know what? <laughs> Just because you guys are coming up with clever ideas, I will allow it. Sick. That's so cool. <laughs> Push him right. into the spinning balls of doom. All right. Uh, how do you want me to roll that? Do you want me to just. 
Is it a uh, roll? I think you just do roll. it. I don't think it's a roll, generally All speaking, right. with that. Give me some damage then. I want to roll something. Yeah, okay. So you push this dude. He gets to the point where weight comes in again, but it's already too late. He's been pushed into the area. <laughs> so he's just like as if someone dropped a target waiting for someone else to I'm, attack I'm it. I'm just imagining the double take this guy must be doing. It's like he gets in and like he like falls to the ground and goes, eh? <laughs> okay, Cooper, I'm gonna need you to roll me two d6, please. Sweet. Oh, where's d6? There we go. All right, that is five damage. Five oh, damage. Respectable. Yeah. Yeah. Lower than average, but better than your gun. So yeah, basically, <laughs> almost max damage for my gun. Yeah, Cooper is finding other ways to use the surrounding instead of having to shoot his gun, which doesn't really do that much. <laughs> and I am here for it. Gotta fight like a goblin. So what, that's what the Uzi... No, 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 what is... Filth his between name? toes. Yes. Told the us to mega do. chief of the Wasties clan. Let's see if okay. I can pick up a rock. So you push this goblin into the spikes as he falls through the air, just coming out of slow motion. One of these spikes flies in, smashes into their side, and they just go flying across the arena. Oh. Go all the way woof, over oh. here. <laughs> he went flying like 20 feet. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and he's going to take damage from the distance as well, by the way. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Those are flames in the center, right? Uh, yes, that's uh. mainly from the machine's operation, but there are flames in the middle. <laughs> My goodness. <laughs> <laughs> there was there was more damage from being thrown than there was from the spikes. Oh, my God. how they get you, man. Oh, the old boy okay. Stacy. So this goblin is flung across the arena, just smashes into the gate that you guys like came in from and hangs there limply. As this goblin hits the gate, there's a huge cheer from the crowd again. And then a crackling microphone comes into life. If Tollies think they are worthy, I will allow them to help pathetic Uzi Paswound, who daddy am so pathetic that I take Mega Chieftain from him. Oh, man, this wow. guy, he's going to get beat up. What a jerk. Uzi, <laughs> widow bitty Uzi, think he can take Mega Chiefdom from filth? No, no, little Uzi, you get stomped, stomped <laughs> underfoot. As he speaks, the gate on the opposite side oh, no. that the goblins came through. You see it start to lift slowly and then it gets hung up. And then two gnarled hands wrap under the gate and violently rip oh. it off oh. the hinges. What? Filth between toes sits mounted on the back no. of a large creature <laughs> with vicious teeth, <laughs> Wait lanky arms, and they a lumbering pets. body. Its I thought hair that was going to be round two. <laughs> intermingled over massive scabs is matted with all manner of filth. 
you get stomped by Mega Chief's very own captured troll. Oh, no. <laughs> no. And we'll see you in the next chapter. Oh, oh. What? I'm here for it. What? When life drains you down, charge up on the Emergency Power Network. Theme song triangles by Diamond Ace. Find them at bandcamp.com. Music provided by Nicholas Judy of Dark Fantasy Studio at darkfantasystudio.com and Tabletop Audio. Find them at tabletopaudio.com. Font Azonics by Mixo. Find them on Twitter at MixoFX. The Starfinder role-playing game, including its official lore and images, are the intellectual property of Paizo Incorporated. All rights reserved. Narrated by Danny Lee Collins.